Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Disturbing information out of Alberta today, uh, over the last couple of days, 24% of uh, residents of the province are at least $40,000 in debt, and that's non-mortgage debt, and 50% of the folks in Alberta are living paycheck to paycheck, something we'll get into in more detail uh, tomorrow on this program, but it's something that really needs to be discussed in our federal election. All comes back to the energy issue, which has been front and center, and what we've been talking about for the last four years anyway. But how are things developing on uh, on the road today, on the election road today? Uh, Justin Trudeau is not uh, not traveling, but Andrew Shear is, and he's in the, or was in the Peterborough area of Ontario. David Aiken joins us, chief political correspondent from Global News. David, thanks for the time, and what reception did Mr. Shear get in the in that heartland of Ontario? Uh, pretty good. I mean, Shear's having a bit of a light day today. It's Saturday. Uh, I'm talking to you right now, Roy, from the back of the bus that follows Shear around, the media bus. We've got Andrew Shear's face on the side of the bus, about 10 feet tall, and we've just come from Newcastle, Ontario, and he was at a street festival there just doing some glad-handing, meeting some people, supporting his candidate. Before that, you're right, we were up in Peterborough at a place called the Pizza Factory. It's a restaurant that celebrates its 40th year in business. Talked to the owner there, Peter, and um, asked Peter, what, what's he looking for from the federal government? And you know what he said? He says, like a lot of small businesses, and I've talked to lots, you probably have, they have really trouble finding skilled employees. And so he's looking for a government that can help with skill strategies, help with more immigration, frankly, and, and uh, more skilled immigrants would be great. And we started the day, uh, and if you're traveling in this part of the Ontario, you got to check this out. Near Peterborough, in Bethany, Ontario, the Buddhist Association of Canada has built the largest Buddhist temple in North America. It's amazing. It's huge. And today, they had the consecration ceremony for this temple. So there were hundreds of Chinese Canadians up there. And Shear got to, uh, was invited to say a few words. He did. Brought greetings on behalf of his party. Made note that if he's reelected, he'll uh, bring back the Office of Religious Freedom. And, you know, that's, that's an issue in this campaign. And then he was given a Chinese name. And uh, we know that Justin Trudeau, when he was over in China, was given a Chinese name. They take your, your name, Justin Trudeau, or Roy Green or David Aiken, and they put some Chinese symbols on it. And Trudeau's Chinese name actually means little potato. And it's a, it's a sign of affection, endearment in China. Back here in Canada, a lot of people sort of snickered that our prime minister's nickname or Chinese name is Little Potato. Uh, Cheers, his word says to that's my Chinese anyhow, and it means peace, wisdom, and prosperity. So I think Sheer got the better deal, if you ask me. Sounds like sounds like a David. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying hard not to snicker. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So that's what <laughs> Sheer's day. Pretty light day after what I would say, bit of a rough week for Sheer. You know, he got pummeled in that on Montreal debate. Really uh, struggled, I think, with the language. Faced a couple of days of questions about this uh, dual citizenship thing. And then last night, uh, the party had to fire a candidate. When you fire a candidate, it's never a good time. So a bit of a reset, refresh day. No messages today. Uh, there was no media availability scheduled for Sheer today. It's the first time that's happened on his tour when reporters like me on the bus, uh, you know, we literally had to shout a couple of questions at him uh, just at the end. We wanted to hear him on this fired candidate out in uh out in BC, and uh, his day's just wrapping up. He's back to Ottawa down tomorrow. Uh, he'll be off the road and uh, getting ready for 
you know, what I think will be the big sort of reset and refresher his campaign, which is the English language leaders debate on Monday night, the only English debate we're going to have before we vote. And, uh, you know, I know Shears, uh, he said himself that he's looking forward to this thing. He wants to hold Trudeau accountable, but he also wants to promote his own plan, uh, you know, the whole affordability campaign. So it's, uh, it's a big week ahead for him starting on Monday, and he's going to take the day tomorrow to prepare for that. Yeah, the next few days are going to be have the potential to be make or break for a number of them. Yeah, and the, the English debate's going to be, this is going to be weird. Um, our friend, Donna Friesen, the anchor of Global National, she is one of five moderators, five moderators. Um, this is all controlled by this TV consortium under this federal election leaders debate. It's a, you know, we'll see how it works out. I hope it works out fine, but I'm wondering, you know, do you need five moderators? Well, I guess we do. And they're going to be moderating six leaders. So it'll be a very crowded state, so 11 people. Five moderators, six party leaders, and uh, if you're counting, that means that uh, Max Bernier is going to be on stage, the People's Party candidate, along with Elizabeth May and uh, Jagmeet Singh, the Bloc Québécois leader, uh, Yves-Francois Blanchet. Uh, English Canada is going to get to see him for the first time. Uh, his English is okay. You know, I, I got no problems. I know he's a little worried about it. He said so this week. And he, you know, this is something that I think English Canada might want to take note of. The Bloc is back. Uh, the Bloc is doing very well in Quebec. Uh, I think they're going to double their seat count from about 10 to 20 seats, and they could take more. And the reason that's important for the rest of Canada is the seats you're going to take initially are, are NDP seats, you know, so the opposition changes from less than Democrats to more Bloc. But they could win another 20 on top of that, folks in the know tell me. And if they do that, they are starting to win liberal seats in Quebec. And the liberals are counting on having at least, if not more, seats in Quebec to offset some of the losses they're inevitably going to have in places like Atlantic Canada, where they ran the table in 2015. And so if the Bloc is back, it is, I think, it's a little bad news for the Conservatives. The Bloc might take a Conservative seat or two, but it's real bad news for the Liberals, uh, because the Bloc, I think, is going to eat into some of their support. And you know, that could affect the, the big picture at the end of the day, uh, you know, who's going to be the government. Absolutely, David. Thank you very much uh, for the time. And if the bloc do generate that kind of uh, reaction, response, and numbers of seats in the province of Quebec, they'll also have, for the first time in a long time, a significant presence in Parliament. Yeah, and they, they want party status. you got to have 12 seats to be official party status. They missed the last two, and they could get it, I think, this time. So uh, they've had something to watch on Monday night, along with all the rest of the debate. David, thank you for the time. Great talking no, to you. No problem. Right, cheers. Bye-bye. David Aiken is the chief political correspondent for Global News. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. Thank you.